0: Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about habit stacks and how you can use rituals to have more habit stacks. But we've also got a free download for you on how to build your own ritual. You can get that today at fullfocus.co slash build hyphen rituals to download that today. Check it out. Verbs. I'm yes. curious if you have a habit that you really wanted to start but you just it just didn't happen. I'm sure it was before you used the Full Focus planner.
1: Yes. We'll we'll say that for the purpose of this episode. <laughs> um no, but you know what, normally at the top of the year, I always have this uh, I guess I'll call it ambitious goal of reading a certain amount of books within the year. And then week 2, those those reading times start to get further and further and further apart because actually reading requires either reading early in the morning or reading later at night, which I've determined yeah. I am just not good at uh, because if the oh. sun is down and I'm relaxed enough to read a book, then I'm probably going to go to sleep. And so well, let's um, talk so that's, about that that's been some my more. struggle.
0: We're doing this podcast together. We've been recording together for Two years? years? two Over, yeah. yeah. We've been recording for a hot second together. And so, you know, it's we might as well solve our problems as well as help everybody out there listening. And so, right. I, th- I thought today's uh, topic might help you maybe get this habit reinstalled, but the sleeping issue does cause a little issue. But let's jump into it and see what we can do here.
1: So, actually, one of the easiest ways to install habits or to begin new habits is through this thing called habit stacking, where you're putting putting them on top of an existing habit. So, today, we have two tactics that are going to help you start this whole practice of habit stacking.
0: And specifically, today, we're going to be talking about our favorite habit stacking, which is rituals.
1: Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. My name is Verbs here with Courtney Baker. Happy Monday to you, Courtney.
0: Happy Monday. So, Verbs, where do we want to start here?
1: All right, so let's start with tactic number one, which is basically uh, identifying something that you do every day. This could be Driving to work, it could be brushing your teeth, it could be uh, making a cup of coffee in the morning, putting your kids to bed at night, exercise, these sorts of things, identifying what those may be.
0: So let's use your, you know, wanting to do this habit of reading a certain number of books per year. So I think if you list out all those things that you're already doing every day, So at night, it may be, you know, you're brushing your teeth, you're getting ready for bed, and maybe you have some journaling you do at night. Like, what are the things that are already in existence that you do? So once you've done that, tactic number two is to write out this statement After I blank, I will blank. So for example, it may be after I Get in bed, I will read for 20 minutes.
1: Yes, I would like that to be the statement. <laughs> <But> the <laughs> truth is, after I get in bed, I'm going to sleep, Courtney. I'll be asleep in 20 minutes or less.
0: I hear you, and I tried to come up with another idea. Okay, here's your other but, idea, Verbs.
1: But here's the thing I will have the book, I will have the book in my hand, I will have the book in my hand, and I will at least get a, a song, a strong, solid, you know, two pages in. <laughs> and then I have to reread like two of those paragraphs because I've already started to doze off. But um, but yes, I'm with you.
0: Okay. So here's my idea here because, you know, sometimes we think of like a reading goal as like an achievement. Hey, I want to read, you know, 24 books this year, you know, or 12 books this year. But one way to actually accomplish that is to turn it into a habit like this. Like I'm going to read for 20 minutes a day. Um, and it can become a really powerful tool. And when you say like, hey, after I brush my teeth, I will read for 20 minutes. Um, once I, you know, shower in the evening, I will read for 20 minutes. Trying to pair those together. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say for you, Verbs. You know, if you are one of these people that like fall asleep from reading a book, I feel like that's a win-win all around. You're either making progress towards your goal or you're getting more rest for the next day. So I, you know, save money on
1: melatonin and those sorts of things. Yeah, that's exactly. I will say this though: the times that have been the most successful as far as a consistent reading kind of pattern is when I've installed it earlier in the day or attempted to install it earlier in the day. So. Because, you know, we work work mostly from home at that point and we're in front of the screen all day. I had a little app that every, I think, 30 minutes or so, it would shut down your computer. Your computer would start to dim and make you take like a five minute screen break. Mm. So I would just have my book right next to me at that point, read as much as I could in that five minutes, you know, focus my eyes on something else as well. And then by the time the screen pops back on, I can continue work. So it does that you know, five or six times That's, throughout yeah. throughout a workday. So that helped. So I think using something like this on the tactic too is, you know, writing out a statement, um, Hey, after my screen shuts off, I pick up my, then I will pick up my book and read, you know, try to get as mm-hmm. much of a chapter in as I can during those, those, um, screen breaks. Yeah.
0: I think being really specific is really important here. It may even be a simple, Hey, after I get ready for bed, I will sit in a chair and read for twenty minutes. Now, are will you still fall asleep in a chair? I need to know. The audience needs to know, are you gonna fall asleep in the chair?
1: I know, right? It's like, well my, my struggle might be somewhere else in my in during the course of my day if I'm that tired where I can't sit up in the chair once I sit down at night. Uh, okay. But well, the um, point
0: is, yeah. you know, wherever it is, and maybe in the morning after I pour my cup of coffee, I will read for 15 minutes, you know, just trying to be really specific about where you're going to tie that habit together. I think these are two really helpful tools that you may not have thought about before of like, how can I tie my rituals, what I do to the habit formation process? Yes. So, Verbs, I do, I mean, as much as I'm, we're using your example, I will tell you a little story about my own journey with trying to read 24 books in a year. I'm part of a book club. I have been in a book club. I think I've told you about this, but for like 12 years. I mean, crazy. We've been in a book club together forever. So, there's usually wow. 12 books that I can kind of count on that I'm going to read during a year. But every year it just seemed like I was never able to get to the 24 mark. And I would try all these different things. And I, you know, some years I got close, some not as close. And I really kind of used this principle without using, like, really realizing that I was using right. this principle. When my husband is out of town, I do not turn on the TV. It's really weird. And I don't say this to like, I, like actually love people. I kind of wish I loved watching TV cuz I love to talk about it. I love to like know the thing that all the people know. But it's just not actually what I would naturally on my own gravitate towards. Sure. I do love to read. I love reading. And so I started to when my husband would turn on the TV, that's my like little statement. When my husband turns on the TV at night, I will pick up my book. And so just that little process of him, you know, basically when he did his thing, I would pick up my book and start reading, you know, we're what, nine months into the year. I've already, I think I'm on 26 books this year. I have read like I've never read before. So um, it's been fun. Send me those clips notes too. Yeah. I'll send you some of my faves. (laughs) Yeah. It's been fun to kind of see how these habits, again, they can be so powerful. You know, a couple of years ago, especially with – I have a, I have an almost two-year-old at home. Like, you would never say a person that has an almost two-year-old can read more than 24 books in a year. Um, but I think it is, and I think this, this tool was really helpful for me.
3: Do you want to give some book recommendations?
0: Okay, let me think here.
3: Going to Goodreads? Yep. Look at that.
0: This was a f- fascinating read. And y'all are going to be like, "What? It's <laughs> called The Feather. It's called The Feather Thief." And it is a dramatization of actual events of these fly fishermen, the, all these like exquisite feathers that they use in these ties for fly fishing. One of these fly fishermen goes into the natural History I think it oh uh, London's uh is it London? the British Museum for Natural History and steals all of these birds and sells the feathers on the black market. but like years go by the the museum doesn't even know it it's it's pretty fascinating. I really enjoyed that if you are into. Real life events that seem crazy, like this, can't be a real thing. Um, so the feather thief—that was a—that was a good one this year.
3: I'm, I, I love it. That's like a perfect uh, niche for me.
0: Yeah, it is very niche.
1: All right, so yeah. I'm gonna throw one in there because it's the last one that I read that I really, really, really enjoyed. And I might have mentioned this one before, but there's a book called uh, "The Lincoln's Conspiracy" that talks mm-hmm. about the first assassination attempt on President Lincoln. But like when you hear like everything that was happening within the political realm during that time, um it was it was pretty it was pretty intriguing to see. I'll say I won't ruin the that book for cool. you, but I didn't even know somebody tried to assassinate him an additional time to begin with. So uh the story is pretty compelling. The Lincoln right. conspiracy. I'm gonna add
0: it to my book club nomination list. <laughs> a very special guest joining me for this section of the podcast. I think, Dave, you and I have worked together about four years, and out of all the people I know here at Full Focus, you're a committed planner user, but you really have a unique job in that you're dealing with a lot of details, a lot of technical things that most of the time I don't understand. And so for everybody listening today, I'm really excited to have a conversation with you about how you utilize the planner and maybe a few hacks, because I think you've got a few. So Dave, welcome to the show. Will you tell everybody who you are and what you do here at Full Focus?
3: Absolutely. Uh, So yes, I am Dave Yankoviak. I have worked at Full Focus for just over five years. So Courtney, you and I have definitely um, spent a lot of Times (laughs) a lot of time, you know, planning out strategy and all that. But I am the uh, technology director. I'm part of the revenue team, specifically the the marketing piece of that. So I do a lot of uh, tech support for various websites, web apps that we've built, landing pages, opt ins, uh, different internal systems, things like that. And I kind of touch every department in this company. uh, So there's a lot of I get, to, I get to work with a lot of great people um, each day. So just a, the planner is definitely a, a tool that helps me stay sane uh, with all those different interactions and just trying to keep, like you said, keep those details straight to the best of my ability.
0: Yeah, I will say to your credit, Dave, if I have a problem that I'm completely stuck on, you know, everything that I know to try or have dreamed up, mm-hmm. just not working, Dave is the person I call because there's nothing like somebody that works with technology all the time to have some tool that you don't even know exists. Um, you know, come to the table and be like, "Oh, well, here's a way that you could do this uh, in a new way." So Dave is so good at that. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of pick your brain. Let's out of the gate. I'm gonna I'm gonna change things around a little bit here, Dave. Okay. What is your favorite? planner hack. What is something that you do in your planner that the rest of us, you know, probably don't do yet?
3: I don't know if this is a hack. And I'm sure most people, a lot of people probably do this. But um, Courtney, I know you are a you need a budget user. So this app called you need a budget. Yes. Uh And we're both diehard YNAB users. Yes. And one of the one of kind of their core principles is give every dollar a job. So every time you get a paycheck, you give every dollar a job. Otherwise you're just going to be spending on whatever. And so for me, like on a, in an ideal day, I'm giving every hour of that day a job or every half hour, you know, the planner is broken down into half hours. So I try to like, if I've got a lot of meetings during the week, I try to get those in each day and then fill in around those. Like, okay, I've got an hour here. I'm going to work on this particular project and I'll fill in that project in the planner for that day, even like after hours, like, okay, I know I've got three hours tonight. I'm going to give those hours a job So I don't waste it watching TV or, you know, I'm more intentional. Yeah. At that time. So I know that's, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll take days and I'll just fill in what I know I have to do at specific times. But even if it's free time trying to fill in like, okay, I've got free time here, give it a job. Even if it changes later, um, yeah. to just, to kind of give those different time slots a job as much as I can.
0: I love this idea. Even if it's like you do have free time and it's like, oh, the job is going to be, I'm going to watch that show, you know, that Mm -hmm. we're watching together. But it's like, then, you know, the hour after that, like you've got the next job that has to be complete so that you don't get sucked in to like binge watching, you know, Netflix shows. Unless that's the job you want, you know, but it's like a more intentional way of deciding how you're going to spend your time.
3: You're just deciding like, this is what I want to spend my time doing, even if it's something that has no meaning Mm -hmm. whatsoever, or it's just, you know, like it's, it's, it's your decision. It's not, it's not anything else dictating, you know, what you're going to be doing. It's not a distraction that that dictating um, what you're going to do at that time.
0: I love that hack. Also, I will just say that we also, I think some folks at YNAB also love the full focus planner because one of their executives emailed me that listens to the podcast. And so I think the love is is mutual uh, with our friends over at YNAB.
3: It's all love.
0: All love. <laughs> now, Dave, this next question, I feel like might be a, you know, you're going to have to really think back because you fall into that class of like the very beginning of the planner's life. You were using the planner. Mm-hmm. I think you said a minute ago, right before we started recording that you have five years of four planners each stacked up beside your desk, which thank you. I am with you on like, we save those and treasure those forever and ever and always. But I know that's not everybody's MO with their used planners. But when you think back to before you used the planner, how has it impacted your life? You I know, mean, Like how have you changed as a person through the planner?
3: You know, I think it's funny because the the planner is so much like planning, like you're you're thinking, you're future oriented with it. But really, for me, it's it's been I can look back, even though it's not like a journal or anything like that. It's it, but I can look back and be like, oh, a year ago at this time, we were working on this project or trying to trying to do this. Like it's it's very much. It can be just as retrospective as it is like future oriented. Like you can Mm -hmm. go back and and really. you know, feel like you've. I, I always sometimes when you look forward, you're like, oh, I don't know if I've accomplished that much. And and you go back and you look at these planners and you look at the projects yeah. or the goals you've completed. And it, it really is like, I don't know. Sometimes if, if you've been on the planner for a few years, go back and look at one of your planners from like three years ago. And you just put yourself in that headspace. And it's really, I don't know, it's, it's been for me, it's really good for like taking inventory. Of, of things I've done in my life or experienced mm-hmm. or or even just, you know, even if it's something at, at work here where we've completed a huge project and I can see, you know, what went into that. So there, there's something to that that just helps you just kind of feel that sense of accomplishment the more and more you use it.
0: I love that. I think it's a really great Tool, even, even if it's something you just do at uh, the end of the year to kind of Mm -hmm. think about the past and examine the past to pull some of those off the shelf and, and really look at the last uh, few years. You know, in your, again, you talked about kind of working with so many different departments and, you know, you're working on like these tiny things that might be a little bug on a site that needs to be fixed to these like massive undertakings of projects that you're just working on little by little over time, you know, with that type of job and like prioritizing all those different needs that are coming in, what does it look like to use the planner on a daily basis in that type of role?
3: I mean, each week I've got little tasks, I've got big tasks, and then you've got stuff that's coming in kind of on the fly. And so for me, a lot of it is the the weekly preview is huge. Because I, mm. here at Full Focus, we use Asana for all of our project management. So at the beginning of the week, I can go into my list in Asana and just kind of distill those tasks into the week um, and kind of plan out like, okay, I've got this day to work on these types of tasks or these types of projects and, and try to get it as you know, it's like the, it's like the ideal week, like get it as, as honed in as I can for that week and try to look at, in a too. a lot of times will mark priority for really high priority tasks. So making sure mm-hmm. those are at the top of my list, but then there's this piece of my job that's very much improvising and, and, you know, fixing things on the fly. Like somebody's like, Hey, this isn't working right. So being able to, I, I, a lot of times will use the other tasks portion of the planner to not necessarily put tasks that I'm going to do today, but to put tasks that come up today. So somebody might have a, you know, something that we need to switch over on a site on Friday and I'll put that in other tasks just so, even though I'll also on that Friday, it'll make it to the daily tasks, just so I have like a kind of a library of, okay, here's action items. And then, you know, I can move this forward market as. As moved forward and things like that. So it's a lot of, you know, you can plan out so much, but then it also can be a tool for handling more reactive type stuff or making sure it gets out of your brain and gets onto paper and then gets, you know, scheduled. It, it's a great tool for that.
0: Well, I can attest to your system, because I have so much trust when I ask you, like, even a small thing, like, hey, can you help? This is messed up, you know, like, or mm-hmm. can you look into this, that you're actually going to follow through. And, you know, I, I never think, you know what I got to do, I got to circle back to Dave to make sure um, you take on so much ownership and have a great system for making sure that you deliver uh, the result. And so keep it up, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I know you already mentioned um, actually taking a principle from YNAB and applying it to the planner, but are there other systems that you use to complement the planner?
3: Absolutely. So my systems are kind of broken up into professional and personal, and I I do feel like it it is nice to be able to keep those separate somewhat. Um, And so here, Full Focus, like I said, we use Asana for all of our project management. So I have kind of this repository of, of tasks and projects in Asana. Um, but I also have like, you know, you have personal tasks in the in the planner. There's things you want to do with your family or there's things you're, you know, trips you're planning, things like that. Um, and so I've started to really lean into the Apple Reminders app on my phone mm-hmm. and kind of treat it like the Asana for my personal life. Um, But also then there's times where I might have a work task that needs to happen. Maybe it's something that I need to schedule for the weekend. Like I need to launch a site Mm -hmm. on a Sunday night or something like that, where it, it just has to be done in those outside work hours. Well, I don't check Asana on weekends and I don't have Asana reminders set up on my phone. That's purely for when I'm at work at my computer. And so I can use the Apple Reminder system. You know, I can let a professional task eke its way into that system if I know it needs to be done outside of my normal, you know, normal working hours, and that's been fantastic. Like, I've I started to use that a lot more, um, but also like being really intentional about those personal tasks, like getting getting those things into a, a repository of their own.
0: I love that too, because if you don't have, I'm thinking about in a role like yours, it's like, if you don't have that reminder built in, then you've got to like allocate brain space all weekend, reminding yourself, like, I can't forget to do that thing on Sunday night. Like, I can't forget to do that thing on Sunday night because it's outside of your normal, you know, business hours. So it's, I'm sure, really helpful to just have that mechanism in place and be able to just like relax because you've got it built in to do it at the right time.
1: Totally. Totally.
0: Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us today. It was really helpful and hopefully for anybody listening that has a, a role like like yours can take away some, some feedback on how they might even utilize the planner in a new way. So thanks for being here, Dave.
3: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, so here's today's tip to level up your focus. Uh, pick one habit that you would like to implement and leverage today's second tactic with formulating the statement after I blank, I will blank and you can fill in the gaps.
0: Also, we've got a free tool for you to use to build rituals. You can go to fullfocus.co slash build hyphen rituals to download a build your own ritual kit make sure you check that out
1: thanks for joining us on focus on this this is the most productive podcast on the internet so please share it with your friends and make sure you join our full focus planner community right there on facebook we got another great show for you coming up next monday but until then stay Stay
2: focused. focused